0: with hints, tips and tradie chat. Grab yourself a brew because it's about to start. This is Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Before the show starts, I just quickly wanted to talk to you about Tradeify. Tradeify is a fast growing job management platform for all busy tradespeople. It's great for managing all sorts of business admin such as quotes, tracking invoices, timesheets and appointments, leaving you more time to focus on other important things. Tradeify have very kindly given me a discount code for my viewers, so check them out by clicking the link in my show description and using discount code Amy50 to get fifty percent off. Now let's crack on with this show. Hello and welcome to this week's Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Um, I've got something a little bit different this week. Um, I've got Hayley Roberts, uh, owner of Cube Lighting. Hello. Hi. Hello. Um, so. Haley isn't uh, on the tools as such, um, but she works in a male-dominated industry. Um, she's the owner of the company and has been... How, how long have you had the company?
1: Six years now.
0: Six years. Um, so yeah, so we're going to have a good chat about what it's like um, working in this industry. So tell tell us a little bit about you first. Um. So background was very
1: sales orientated, um, less school with not really an education um, and just decided to go into sales. It was easy and I taught a lot in school. Um, So off the back of that, I thought I'm pretty good at this. Um, Then went on to go on maternity leave, had my first child, then ended up having another and then another. So I had had three children quite close together. So I had like a maybe a four-year gap um in that time I dabbled with lots of things I thought I wanted to be a midwife tried to go back to college and um, and nothing really stuck so then my old boss who I did the sales stuff with reached out to me uh, probably about 11 12 years ago now and he was like oh I'm starting a new business in LED lighting and I was like what's that he's like it's <laughs> gonna be amazing it's gonna be huge you need to get in on it and I was just a bit like oh yeah we'll, we'll give it a go I've got nothing better to do um, So yeah, he he got me in as like the sales manager. It was a new manufacturer on the market. So we had to get the product to market, create a sales team, find routes to market and create demand for the product, like a lot of brand awareness as well. So it was quite a a big challenge. So I just threw myself into it. Um, I wanted to be an expert in lighting. I wanted to know everything about it because I knew nothing. Um, And my customers, like I used to try and sell to them and I actually didn't know what I was selling. I'm just reading data (laughs) sheets them. going, that sounds legit (laughs) Um, and I think by doing that I learned a lot about it and I just found I did find a love for it you know as geek as it is I I really enjoy it so yeah that kind of led me then onto the beginning of of Cube I suppose.
0: Okay so you moved away from that company and just started up on your own?
1: Yeah so it was like as, as a manufacturer I found a lot of conversations I was having with the clients I wanted to work with, councils and things, wanted more of a full full kind of project. They didn't just want us to supply. They wanted installation. And my boss wasn't interested in that. And I feel like I got to a point in his business where um, he, he didn't really take my advice on board, possibly being a woman. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I just I felt in the last probably 12 months of work and really frustrated and um, like, I just wasn't appreciated for what I'd done years previous to helping his brand where it was for the five, six years I've been there. So, yeah, I was like, I had a bit of a dream, wanted to do it on my own and was just like, why not? Let's just just do it. Try to replicate what he did with the things I thought he was doing wrong. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah, it, you know, it's go, it, it it went really well. It went really, really rubbish. And then it started going well again. So there's been a lot of ups and downs. It's been pretty tough. Uh, but I wouldn't change it so
0: no so you prefer uh, you prefer it on your own being your own boss
1: yeah definitely I think at first the the, the appeal is the flexibility isn't it yeah because you go oh you know when you're your own boss you can kind of do what you want and then you go actually I'm really really busy I've got no time yeah
0: super busy uh,
1: yeah for the first couple of years it was like every bit of money went back into the business she didn't have a social life like, your world revolved around it. You know, you was on your computer late at night, early in the morning. Every opportunity you got, you were trying to sell to someone or create another relationship somewhere. And it, it consumed me for a good couple of years where I started to see anything out of it. But I think that determination and that grit to just want to be successful and see it through is is kind of what keeps you going, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to take the out of it, haven't you, at some
0: time? Yeah. So tell us um, what a typical day for you looks like now. <laughs> like a standard day. Not well, a lot. Um, no, I do work a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're always on Clubhouse and Instagram. Know, Clubhouse is great. Uh, yeah, but, yeah,
1: I am in a fortunate position now where I probably don't do as much as I used to do. Um, okay. a, a lot of things I've learned now that I can pass out to other people or get a bit of help with because I was at the point where I was like, you know as as a business owner you go through stages where you go i'm, I'm gonna burn out i've just had enough and you mm-hmm. kind of switch off for a few days and then you get back into it and it's that cycle constantly of you just knackered all the time and you're not on your game then are you when you yeah. talk people, it's they, they can tell um so yeah i've got quite good now at managing my time a little bit better so a, a day for me will just predominantly now be office based, especially with lockdown I don't do as many site visits as I did. I send people out to do them. Send people, that sounds awful, I, I don't
0: mean it. <laughs> Perks of so, being the boss. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, so yeah, I spend a lot of time on the phone with them. Um, I think my job now revolves around client relationships and, and yeah. relationship management. Um, I don't really sell anymore. I'm in a really good position that I don't need to. I don't really look for new business. Um, New business comes to me by doing things like being on Clubhouse, or I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. That's become part of my working day. Yeah, um, I think the actual business was built through LinkedIn itself. Just I still use the free feature. Six years in, I don't pay for it. I won't pay for it.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but that that's been probably the the huge marketing tool that built the business. Um, so yeah, that that's been part of my working day and will continue to be I think where relationships are found and very loyal as well I think it's yeah. been a, a good tool to use
0: yeah definitely so do you like um you like the position that you're in now you prefer to be office-based rather than site visits and stuff oh
1: like no that. I, I do love site type visit. I love it yeah. I, I like you know I like being on site I like being involved you know I like meeting yeah. new people and chatting to them but we don't really talk about work you go to a site visit you talk about everything bought and then I'm leaving I'm like oh my god I've not counted the light <laughs> things I <was> <laughs> the thing you came for <laughs> yeah I think I just go out for social visits I think that's what it is yeah
0: tell me yeah. about some of your experiences in the past um, with site visits um you know being a woman how do you feel that you're sort of treated on site because you go to big, some big yeah. sites, don't you? Yeah.
1: yeah, the first few years was really difficult. So when I first went into the kind of corporate world and I was going into board level meetings with decision makers, yeah. that was really tough because you, I was kind of sat with a group of maybe eight to ten men all making decisions and thinking they had all the ideas. So architects and you know people who you think would know what they're doing. And I'm bringing ideas to the table and, you know, at some point questioning things going, that doesn't really work for me. I I probably would do it this way. And you're kind of going, oh, I don't really want to say that. But your opinion was never taken on board and you talked over constantly. And I found that really, really difficult. Um, Specifically because you're a woman, you you feel that was happening? It felt that way. It felt like, you know, I don't want to sit here and go, it's because I was a woman. I think what they find is, or the, the generalization is as a woman, they think you probably don't know as much. Yeah. And, you know, you're probably a bit younger than what they are as well. So your knowledge can't be there. You can't have the experience. And what do you know about this industry? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and honestly, I'd find sometimes they'd ask you questions to try and trip you up. Um, yeah. You know, I don't claim to be an electrician. I don't profess to to know what you guys do, you know, hats off to you, I couldn't do it. But I know enough to get by. I know enough to be able to put a quote together and know what materials we need. Um, and and the, the times that people question that and you go, would he have said that to a guy? I, I just don't think he was. Yeah. I don't think he would have A, spoken like that to a guy and B, even
0: asked him to like prove that he's his yeah. knowledge. It's just rude, isn't it? To... Like, this is what you do. This is your thing. This is your life, your business. And you get yeah. questions about it or you've, you've always, you feel like you've got to prove yourself because you're a woman yeah like the the amount of times I've been to
1: site with say I took a a person with me who's male and we've done a site visit together yeah they always go to him and think yeah every every time it's like hello (laughs) excuse me and you know for the first few years I I definitely did not correct people I took them kind of back foot because I thought you know I don't want to ruin relationships I don't want to look like that angry woman and you know be the person they already think you are and you know you're kicking off every time someone says me you don't like but I think a pivotal point was I had a really big argument with a site manager from Care Construction and um, we, we were doing a, a lot of work for um, Brio Leisure and West and Chester Council Um, and he rang me one day about something his lads had done and he was trying to put the blame on us going, you guys are gonna have to pay for this. And I was like, well, no, can you send me the, send me what happened, I'll look through it, let's put a report together, we'll get a meeting in and we'll, we'll sort it out together. And he was just going on and on on the phone and he was shouting at me and I was like, who do you think you're talking to? And he was like, I beg your pardon. And I was, I, do you know when you just lose it? And you're like, oh, I can't, I've done this now. I've committed. I'm going to have to go in. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to keep this up. And um, he was absolutely furious. And in his comments, as he was ranting to me, he was like, you're just a little woman coming to oh. sight. Like, have you even got a clue what you were doing? And I was like, absolutely furious. You're in your shaking when you're mad. Yeah. When I'm on the phone.
0: Yeah. So then I come off the phone and I was telling someone in the office and then I angry cried, which uh, was really nice. I was just going to say that. Did you yeah. angry cry? That is the I've done that. I've done that. It is, yeah. the, it is the worst feeling. Afterwards, for weeks, yes. I was so angry with myself. Like, I think that's the worst, yeah. worst thing. It's infuriating. Yeah, because people in the office are like, are you all right? I'm fine. I'm
1: oh, just I I'm just <laughs> Yeah. And I, I yeah, full on angry cried. And then I was really annoyed that I angry cried because he didn't upset me. I was just like that angry. Yeah, And I think it was like, do you know what? Like I won't be spoken to like that. I, I know my worth. I know what I've done to get here. Like yeah. I know, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm good at and I'm hands up, but I'm not good at something. I will openly say to someone, that's not really for me. I'd probably... Get you to ring one of the guys who's a bit more technical, or yeah. you know, let me make a call for you. I am completely hands up when I don't know something. I think the worst thing you can do is blag it. Don't get me wrong; I'm a saleswoman by nature. I wing it a lot, but I will never blag something that's important. No. Um, so when someone calls me out like that, I'm a bit like, actually, no. And I think from then I've learned that you can and you're allowed to stand up for yourself, and it's all right. Yeah, um, because. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm a woman and I'm, I'm, I nearly swore. I'm really good. <laughs> You're doing I so I well. was
0: for not swearing then. That was really hard. You're so. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was talking to somebody just a couple of days ago, actually, about, um, uh, I was doing like an interview for someone. It, it's going to come out soon. Um, and then um, we were talking about, um, things that i would change um if i could change if i could go back and change anything on my journey so far and it would be my uh, own attitude towards people because when i started i was so um, soft i think i sort of almost made myself a target and i was bullied like at the beginning of my first job in my first company i was full-on bullied by a guy and uh, <laughs> then, <let it happen. laughs> even if the dog's angry. Your dog's fully supportive. <laughs> dog's fuming. Dog's fuming. The, dog is fuming. the dog's got my back. Um, got back. Yeah. And if I could change anything, it would be to have the attitude um that I've got now, back then. um Yeah. And it's confidence, that isn't it? I think yeah. that comes with yeah. self
1: worth and. Yeah allowing social perceptions and social generalization to kind of get in your head a little bit. Yeah. I think social perceptions are are, are tough, you know, and site culture. And, and I say this a lot now, the the drive that we're doing with the the women in construction thing and, you know, Michaela Wayne, who's kind of really championed this at the moment and she's, you know, going to government with it. We're going to, we're going to take it to that level about diversity and inclusion and minority you know, having role models at, at board level is really, really important, but the yeah. bottom end is as well. You know, there's no point in changing it at the top level when site culture is just horrendous. Yeah. Um, we, we had a discussion yesterday, actually, interestingly, in Clubhouse, and this topic came up. We were speaking to a group called Next Gen In Construction, who is a, a group of younger people coming into the industry and saying, you know, they're coming to it by accident, but they love it, and it's, okay. you know, it's amazing, oh. and they want to get the word out. Um, and this young girl said, she said, oh, she said, I did go back and speak to lads in the office last week after the women in construction room. Um, and she said, I, I talked to them about the idea of site culture and, you know, what you were saying about it. And she said their response was, well, that's never going to change. Ban- banter, like, take it on the chin. So what if someone's telling you to get in the kitchen because you're a woman? Like
0: hear well, like, it all the time. I hear it all the time on site.
1: Like, why? That's, like, for me, banter's funny. Like, I'm all about banter. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I'm I'm all for it. Love a bit of banter. Love having a laugh. But it's got to be funny. Like, yeah. if you're using the same joke again and again, and the brunt of your joke is still to call a woman out in the 20th century. <laughs> Mate, you need to get new jokes. Like,
0: yeah. Boring. Bored of it. Yeah. Yawn. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's infuriating. I had someone say to me this week, um, oh, I was telling one of the lads at work to go and do something, um, and to be fair, I wasn't even being serious. It was the it was one of our apprentices, and um, he said something to me but with a bit of attitude but we've got a very good relationship and I knew that he was joking so I snapped back at him being like really sort of just go and do it um but we're both smiling so we were you know we were just having a laugh and another guy a carpenter that's working there turned around and went put your skirt back on what I was like what I said are you talking to me and he could see it. I was pissed off. And he went, "Oh, you just uh, small. I'm like Haley? Don't swear on my podcast."
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I Role model, Amy. God. Sorry,
0: sorry. It's really training <laughs> over here? Sorry. Sight life. Um. Yeah. And then um. He said, uh, uh, "No, no, I was, I was, I was talking to your apprentice. Don't get, don't get calling me sexist. Don't get saying I'm sexist. Don't play that card." And I was like, oh my God, I can't even bother to argue with you. Like you're ridiculous. No, and it is
1: ridiculous. And the thing is as well, like, and we, we've said this a lot in the groups we've had, you, you do have to call people out because sometimes I do believe that some people don't think it's an issue. Like it, it doesn't become an issue because women don't speak up about it. Like they take it on the chin or they, they say it to their friends or they moan, you know, to other people. But actually, if you don't tell that person, that, you know, actually when you said such a thing about the colour of my skin or my gender, I, you know, I felt a bit rubbish actually. Mm-hmm. Un- until you've had that conversation, I suppose it, it stays as your fault maybe for not calling it out. Yeah. So I think actually holding people accountable and actually explaining. so. <laughs> I'll give you an example. They keep using this against me in Clubhouse now. About four weeks ago, we was we was in a room. There's quite a lot of men in there, very supportive, definitely allies. And I think that's what we need in, in this kind of push is that we need yeah. male allies. Of course we do. Yeah. And there's a lot of them out there that there definitely is. Loads. And I was he was saying, you know, I don't understand why women get so offended about things so easily. Like, you know, what, what do you get offended about? And he used the example of this um site visit I did couple months ago and there's four of us on site three were men one was obviously me female just in case you were wondering (laughs) and (laughs) so we were climbing over this fence it was probably like this tall to get into this field right and they all stepped over it absolutely fine and then this one guy turns around and puts his hand out to me and I was like I'm, I'm all right thanks Like, right. and I was a bit annoyed so I was like well you've just identified that you see me as the weak link of the group and in a professional environment like that doesn't reflect well when I'm I've been brought to that meeting as the specialist like in what I do you yeah. guys couldn't do what I was doing hence that I was there um so I've orchestrated this meeting as that person and then I'm like she can't even climb over fence. And I was be a fence
0: like, like, to be fair mate I've got stilettos bigger than that like i can definitely
1: step over that i've got shoes higher Over and hopping it and then i'm gonna jump on your back like i've got this (laughs) and he was like and i said oh no i'm fine thanks and i was like you didn't ask the guys and he was like well why would i ask them and i was like why would you ask me and he was like why are you being so funny about it i was Mm -hmm. like no i just don't understand your thought process behind asking me and not the other two guys if you were just being polite maybe you'd your mates would have needed a handover as well, no? And he was like, so you asked me because I was a woman, and he was like, no, 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 I didn't. I definitely didn't. You did. (laughs) Why did you ask me? Because I've got a black coat on. Like, what was it? So I brought this up in the room, and these guys were like, do you know what? I've never thought about the way that that comes across. He said, so in a meeting, I go to a board meeting. There's a woman there. I'll pull a chair out for her. but I don't do that for the guys in the room I'm like well stop doing it then because you're almost then introducing her as the weaker person in a like in in your relationship or in your you know your personal relationships with and friendships with females if you want to be chivalrous if that's even a word can't even say it um but if you want to be like the gentleman type that that's fine I'm not saying don't be like that but in a professional environment where women want to be treated as equally and we you know we fought for equal pay and all these things we, we want to be treated like not the weak link just treat us the same that's all we're asking
0: yeah yeah it's not hard is it
1: no
0: i'll tell totally get that and i i think <clears throat> with the comments and stuff that they say oh it's banter it's banter i think a lot of them you know they don't realize because to them it's one comment but to me it's a comment every day yeah so it's there they they probably very rarely work with a woman on site and they might make that one comment to me but I've been on site after site job after job every day and I'm getting comments every day so they're only thinking it of it from their point of view you know like it for me for me, I'm hearing it constant so it's almost like. You're inundated with it. They're going, it's a harmless comment, but a hundred yeah. comments becomes an issue. Doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> and the worst bit is when they do that bit where they turn it around on you and be like, why are you getting funny about it? Why are you getting moody about it? Oh, so, you know, women are so moody. Women, do you know what I mean? But it's like, we, but we get it constantly. Yeah. We just want to come to work like everyone else. Like, but we get it constantly. Yeah.
1: The male banter, like, come at with me with that stuff. Yeah. Like, with the stuff they say to the lads include me in that conversation instead yeah yeah I don't know it's just well this is what I mean by you know to them it's only that one comment so actually if we call people out then hopefully that in time becomes that what you'll find is other men will jump on that especially on big sites you know where you've got these full on building development. And they're saying, you know, there's not enough women. Well, I'm sorry, but there is enough women. The round table we held a few weeks ago, one of the top 100 contractors were saying, if I was told by next year, I needed 30 more women, there isn't enough trades. I was like, but there is, but the problem is, is that site culture isn't attractive enough to want them to come to work at that level. They would rather be self-employed or working residential or small yeah. teams of people. Oh to
0: <laughs> It's not nice. It's not nice. It's not although, you know, on some of them, I've never had a like a problem with um you know, specifically. I've I ha- I've had all the comments and different things. I've had people start rumors about me that I've that have gone all around site and then come to me and I'm like what the hell? Like just total made up stuff. Um I mean, I don't even need to discuss the toilet situation. You can imagine it's awful. It is awful. <laughs> that's,
1: it what, is, you know, that's you know, and you know what? That. What's great is there's some men I've spoken to. So there's a chap who works for oh, I wish I could remember his company name. I zoomed with him this morning as well. But he's um he's quite they're a very, very, I think they're one of the top ten. And okay. even after the Scotland division. Um, and what he's done is he's actually put free sanitary products in every single office around the UK and every that's site. Amazing. And I'm like, that's incredible. And he's like, do you know what? I've got three daughters and now they're all older. I started to understand. He went, yeah. but until I understood, I didn't know. Because yeah. to me, it's not an issue. He said, I don't think about how women have to use the toilet. And yeah. this is the thing, it's education. I think a lot of the time it's difficult for men because they don't have to think the way we do. And, nice. and you know, saying it's it's all men and they do it purposefully. I think until we educate them and actually yeah. explain these situations, yeah. some of them just don't know. Nice. And, and, you know, know, call them out and tell them, yeah. and we give them a chance to change it. That's where you get the allies, you know, and he, at the forefront of what he's doing, he's now talking to other companies about doing the same thing and actually having gender specific toilets. We have That's to use that. the toilet, it's part of life. It's just what we yeah. do. so I don't want to go to a toilet with urine because I can't swear I'm going to say urine urine all
0: over the toilet see That was really good wasn't it yeah well done (laughs) yeah it's it is it is a big issue it's it's disgusting I've been to sites where there's no toilet there's no toilet been set up yet and at the minute with everything closed um because I used to use like I used to find because there's McDonald's everywhere I used to go in McDonald's toilets and stuff but they're, they're, they're clo- the toilets have been closed to customers. So I haven't even been able to do that. And I just don't, I, I, I think a lot of men just don't even think about it. It doesn't cross their mind, you know, that a, a woman might need to use the toilet and it, you can't, it, it can't carry on like this, can it? It cannot carry on like this. And, you know, it, it's a slow process, but I think this,
1: um, the diversity, inclusion, accreditation that we're trying to get behind at the minute um will help massively and I think the top contractors at the moment that are saying they'll take it on not um you know where health and safety 20 years ago it wasn't a thing was it it, it no. wasn't really a thing not, not like now. That. yeah exactly now you pay for an accreditation god we've got to say a contractor Chaz, like if there's a new accreditation like I'm buying it I want the badge I want that um you know so an accreditation like that that big contractors can say to SMEs that If you have this and you have a diversion diversion, um, and inclusion policy, it will weight your tender. You know, bringing it that way into the industry will mean that people will be kind of forced to use it. And I am massively now, I wasn't before, but I am now massively inclined to believe that positive discrimination is definitely a good thing. Yeah, I used to be a bit like, no, whoever gets the job should be the best for the job. But now I'm like, no, let's advertise for women. We want more women. Why yeah. not Why not make adverts more appealing to a woman? Yeah. Change the word in the adverts to be like, you know, instead of being, we want a, you know, a sales or a hardcore salesperson or whatever, to change those words into caring or nurturing and bring mm-hmm. a different dynamic to the industry, which I think will change site culture dramatically. Um, for men and for young girls, as well, young boys don't have a good time on site. Imagine what it's like for young girls thinking about it. so it is awful,
0: actually. I never really think about it, but <clears throat> um when I think back about situations I've been in with young apprentices, they get a lot of stick as well. the whole yeah, yeah site life is not you know when you see the stats from our
1: industry, I think um in the construction industry, divorce rates and suicide rates are the highest. Yeah any other industry yeah. uh, which is it's awful and I think with with a more balanced approach and with something like having diversity and inclusion um, and small things we've been talking about things we can do right now as business and we've brought out the fact that toolbox talks happen every single day on site and you yeah. talk about fire escapes and health and safety and who to report accidents to just slip in there a two-minute conversation about a reminder that let's be respectful to one another. Let's just, you know, banter. Like some companies have brought in zero banter policy because they can't police, you know, what's banter and what's not. Mm -hmm. Um, Personally, I don't think that works. I think you kind of destroy the workplace a little bit. It's freezing cold on site sometimes, you know. It's not a nice place. The lads get through by having a bit of banter, you know, Mm -hmm. they need it. So I think zero banter is not really the right way to do it. But just giving them an idea of what's acceptable and what's not, you know or calling people out on it, like, you know, curve it in a bit, yeah, sorry about that, I got a bit carried away. Yeah. And having those conversations, making people accountable, mm-hmm. and on big sites especially, in those toolbox talks, when you report at the end of every week to say that, you know, we've had no near misses or we've had no accidents, site behaviour, what's your site behaviour been like? Give that SME, give that contractor a score out of 10. Are mm-hmm. we gonna use you again if you're not getting 10 for site behaviour? it's really simple things like that that can be implemented now yeah. that will change at, in time will change yeah. the face of the industry. You know, it's it's been talked about for 20 years and nothing's been done. So people need to start doing things. And I think these roundtables, well, the first one we've held and the ones that are coming, these things are already happening. Um, Myself and Michaela's new company that we've got together, the first thing we did in our PQQ was put a thing in there to ask that person applying to be a contractor for us has got a diversity inclusion policy and if they've not would they be willing to with us create one for their business and small changes like that if everybody takes them on board something's going to change isn't it but it has to start somewhere so
0: yeah that's the mission amy that is the mission i love your i love your passion um i've spoken to you before a few times haven't i and um yeah, you really, like, motivate me. You know, sometimes I get, like, oh, I get sick of it. You know, mo- most sites are fine, most men are fine, but you you get, like, the odd one, and you think, oh, God, nothing ever changes, and it really gets you down. I talk to you, and you really motivate me to try and make a change. Um, oh, you know, well, that's
1: good, see, it's like one more person, so that's yeah. that's what we need,
0: isn't it? yeah. You're, you are amazing. You're doing amazing things. And, yeah, anything I can do to help, um, yeah. Well, I
1: tomorrow, we might as well announce, is your first Clubhouse <laughs> <virtual> <laughs> audio appearance. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can definitely put your um, experience in that. And I'd love you to meet the other people because, honestly, it's a world that you didn't even know was there. Um, you know, you, you're talking to people who are just as passionate and you know when you do it kind of like you say when you spoke to me it fires you up a bit and you're like do you know what i feel really like we can do this i
0: feel <laughs> like we can do it I'll, do you know what i think we can do it we're gonna do it got this, got, we this. got this um yeah so you're so in how in six weeks is it or something like that you're going to government with this yeah
1: but six to eight weeks yeah so we're waiting for the date but Michaela's at the minute there's a petition go in without the petition we're gonna go anyway um but yeah once that's up and running we'll get that kind of fired on to everyone to sign the more signatures we get the better yeah. um but yeah the the guys that we spoke to in this first round table were all pretty much on board with what we're doing and you know if you think I'm on a mission and you think I'm passionate wait to hear Michaela speak because uh, she worry. is another, another level yeah. um yeah she she gets me super excited um
0: that's so, so good and hopefully um this podcast when it goes out it's going to get more people more excited and passionate about it and we'll have more support and yeah things will start to change it's the beginning well that's of what we need when people we say do. oh
1: what's the challenge you know when they was doing the challenge thing for international women's week you know yeah. what you going to challenge and why and we're like the whole industry <laughs> like we would yeah. challenging
0: the oh. yeah amazing Uh oh, thank you so much for uh for talking to me today um First i'm all happen. like ah, you you get me all like wound up now i'm thinking about <laughs> three things and i've got to go to bed now
1: <laughs> but yeah it's like telling you about how i want to change your business and make you into like a full-on entrepreneur amy i'm, I'm taking you
0: <laughs> oh my god can we save that for the weekend <laughs> i'm exhausted from yeah Absolutely. You can have wine and we'll do it on Sunday. (laughs) Wicked. I'll talk to you tomorrow anyway, then in this, uh, in my first clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll give you a really good intro like you did for me. So, (laughs) okay, thank you so much for not swearing, um, even though I failed. Um, And can you give your dog a pat on the head and tell him thanks for the support? Um. Okay, if I have to, I will. (laughs) Right. <laughs> Thanks so much. Pleasure. I'll speak to you soon. Good luck with that. Yeah. I'll speak to you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you. <laughs> Alright. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That was Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Never miss an episode by subscribing now. Just hit the subscribe button and turn your notifications on.